once again, my first time using this, but here we go. <laughs> so let me make sure it's working. Let me get on YouTube. Let me see. It says it's live, so I hope it's working. I hope so. I hope so. Let me see. Oh, hold on, my thing refreshing. I don't know now. Okay, Justin said it's it's up and running. He can see it's it. up and running. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so boom. Welcome to the gray area podcast. Uh, the definition of gray area is just simply not conforming to a, a specific set of rules. Uh, and I called, I just told Caitlin this is a free speech safe space, so she can say whatever she wants to say uh at any moment so um i do have somebody that i really love in the movement uh her name is caitlin bennett and i love her because i haven't seen her apologize for anything yet and as everybody know i can't stand people that apologize or bat out to the mob in any way shape or form so welcome caitlin bennett Thank you. You know, that's that's really refreshing to say. I was down in my feelings yesterday. I was telling Justin, I was like, man, you know, there's so much hate out there about me, but no one supports me. So he starts bringing up, you know, your tweets and everybody else's tweets because I really don't get on Twitter like we just talked about. He's like, look, this guy really likes you. And I was like, oh, okay, all right. You know, you're right. So thank you for having my back when it seems like a lot of even conservatives don't. We have a problem with that. Uh, you know, we're, we're conservatives bow down to the mob and even the conservative mob. And like you said, I refuse to do that. So thank you for having my back. No problem. And I want to get right into that. Something you just brought up, because what I've noticed uh, when I was on the outside looking into the conservative movement, it seemed like everybody was genuinely for free speech and genuinely against cancel culture and genuinely against PC culture. But as I got into it and I've never filtered myself. I never have, and I never will. You can ban me from 80 sites. I don't really care. So, um, but I've noticed I've even been canceled by conservative groups like three or four <laughs> times. Well, you know, attempt cancels. You know, I've been canceled at least three or four times. You've probably been canceled a hundred times. So my question <laughs> with you, my my question for you is, why do you think you receive hate from all sides? So I think I receive hate from Conservative Inc. specifically because I didn't wait my turn to become someone well-known. I didn't wait my turn to get a following. I wasn't propped up by Glenn Beck. I wasn't propped up by Charlie Kirk. I wasn't propped up by any of these gatekeepers. And, you know, I'll let Charlie Kirk off the hook right now because he's being slightly based about, you know, everything going on. So we're going to cut him some slack. Um, you know, I, I wasn't propped up by any of these people. Uh, and I, ju I just came out. I did my own thing. I took a graduation photo and I turned it into a career being a conservative commentator. And they hated that I didn't wait my turn. People like Ali Stuckey have gone after me. Um, Matt Walsh did, which I don't mind. He kind of said that he would kill me one time. <laughs> what? He said he would kill you? Hold on. My earpiece just fell out. It's okay. My bad. These are, these are all the quirks with going live, right? Um, he one time insinuated that he would also kill me for saying something to a child. Uh, so, you know, like all these weird things. But I really think it's because I didn't wait in line. And I'm very outspoken. I'm very blunt. I don't care about doing crazy things. Uh, one time before he turned into a neocon, who was that guy, Justin, at Turning Point that liked my event? Joe. 
Is that his name? Running against Trump. Oh, Joe Walsh. Joe, Joe Walsh. Walsh. Okay. Yeah. Joe Walsh. Uh, you know, he said that conservatives need to go out there and do crazy events, say crazy things, uh, because the left is doing it, and that's how they get all the attention. So I did the exact same thing. I went out there. I really, I don't think I say crazy, crazy things. I just say truthful things in a very um, outspoken way that conservatives won't. So, you know, I've never said any slurs. I've never uh, threatened anybody. I've never uh, insulted somebody that didn't deserve it. So I don't know. But of course, the left hates me because I'm a woman and I love guns. And I think men are men and women are women. And uh, yeah, I mean, (laughs) they hate me because I'm just an easy target for them. So they lie about me. It's very trendy. The only time these people get likes and retweets or clicks on their YouTube videos is when they talk about me. So, of course, they're going to go after me. Listen, I agree, and I think it's sad because um, I don't, I don't even – the sad part about the conservative movement is I don't think they realize they're a part of PC culture, right? Because, like, me, I'm just like that. I'm outspoken. I've always been outspoken, and I'm super blunt. And then when I talk, I, I just sound like an a-hole. I, I, don't, I don't know what it is. <laughs> I really don't – I promise you, I don't try to sound like an a-hole. But I say things nonchalant because I'm, I'm usually confused about why something is controversial. Like, why is it controversial to say there are only two genders? How is that a – why is that a thing? You know, like, like so a lot of this stuff – and I'm a millennial, so when I grew up, when I was in middle school, high school, this stuff – we call it transgender. We call them transvestites. You know what I'm saying? So yep. a lot of – so I, I don't even know how to even really – I can't cater to this new whatever this is. You know what I'm saying? And it seems like you don't cater to it. People like, oh, and Shoya don't cater to it. And uh, because people get more and more soft by the day. Like, TikTok conservatives, I don't know if you know of that term. Yep. <laughs> a lot of them can't stand you. And I'm like, I I, I was at, I was at an argument with one because I was under the impression that most conservatives liked you. Right? No, they don't. Because in <laughs> my mind, my mind was like, why, why not? I'm like, are y'all crazy? You know, so then I got to an argument with one. They couldn't explain why they didn't like you. They couldn't explain it. They couldn't explain it. And I was like, so the well, truth is you like it because it's trendy. Well, that's exactly what it is. It's trendy not to like me. It's easy to make fun of my hair. It's easy to start rumors about me at a frat party. It's easy to go after me or call my husband gay because they don't like that I got married. Uh, So it's easy to lie about me because people will eat it up and they know that they'll get likes and retweets talking about it. Um, I don't get on TikTok. I, I don't get on TikTok. I actually only made a TikTok account with my Twitter username just so nobody would take my t- my Twitter name because uh, my or my handle because people have made fake accounts trying to be me. There's tons of them out there. So I, I just secured my Twitter name, my Twitter handle. Um, and I don't open the app. I don't get on it. It's full of 13 year olds and pedophiles. Doesn't seem like an app that I want to be on. Uh, so, I mean, conservative TikToks. I've heard of the term. I don't know any of their names. I don't know any of them. I don't pay attention to that. So if they don't like me, uh, I'm not concerned by someone whose following is on a platform made for pedophiles and 13 year olds. <laughs> if that's your platform where you're the only the only place people know your name is on a Chinese owned, uh, you know, data mine app for pedophiles and young girls. I don't care what your opinion is. But most importantly, they say that they don't like me because they think that if they disassociate from me or Owen Schroyer or Alex Jones, that the mob won't come for them next. Oh, 
no, don't come for me and don't don't beat me up at the streets. If you see me out in public or you see me at a Trump rally, please. I hate Caitlyn Bennett. I disavow her. It's not going to save them. So they think that if they're like, I'm not that type of conservative. I'm a conservative that you know, wants men to have tampons accessible to them because men can have periods. I believe that, uh, you know, Black Lives Matter conservatives, it's not going to save you. Disavowing oh, me isn't going to save you. Them the ones, <clears throat> the, the pro-Black conservatives who, um, you know, can't stand people like me, can't stand people like Candace Owens, can't stand people like Brandon Tatum, can't stand people like Shekinah, can't stand people like those. Those are my, fav my favorite people because they literally call me Coon, Uncle Tom, all these things, yeah. which is which is so funny because when they put on that MAGA hat, the liberals are gonna call them a coon and Uncle Tom and, and, and all these things. So it's like the simple fact that you are calling me the same name that the left will call you is so crazy to me. Is that ours? Oh, yeah, I think you break it up a little bit. Can you hear? I can hear. I can hear you a little bit. You're breaking up a tad bit. We're having a little bit of technical difficulties. Consider using. Oh, we good now? Yes, we good. <laughs> okay. All right. I got Ed. Uh, you were talking about um, people calling you a coon. So, yes. okay, that's when you cut out. <laughs> oh, so I was saying how uh, these pro-black conservatives, Black Lives Matter conservatives. Um, they call people like me and Candace Owens, Brent Tam, they call us coons, bootlickers, Uncle Toms, things of that nature. But it's hilarious because as soon as they put on that MAGA hat, the liberals gonna call them a coon, bootlicker, Uncle Tom, things of that nature. So it's like, what are we even doing? What it, and to me, it's just pure manipulation of emotion by the media. And it proves that even conservatives are fall victim to PC culture. Um, so it's crazy to me. But one thing I want to get... One thing I want to talk to you about. I don't know how spicy okay, you want to go. I just want to make sure it's not cutting out again. Okay, it, okay, it is a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Okay, while you get that right, I guess I'll just read the few super chats we have. Let me see. Okay, is it? Oh, you you still breaking up a little bit? Uh, I can hear you, but you're frozen. Oh, I'm frozen. I might be just not moving. <laughs> yeah, on, uh, on YouTube, it seems like uh, you're a bit you're you're a bit frozen a little bit. It's like it's choppy a little bit. Bryson, I don't know if you can hear me, but you're frozen. I, I can I can hear you a bit. I can hear you. A, I can hear you a bit. You're breaking up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, your your audio is cutting in. Oh snap! No, we're gonna bring. Uh, I'm gonna try to get Caitlin back on real quick. Hold on. Hold on, y'all. But um, so while we get that situated, things like that, yeah, she she is frozen. But uh, while we get that situated, because I'm gonna get spicy if she, if she comes back in. Let me see. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes, you bet. Okay, it might be our internet. I'm not sure. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's uh, people in the chat saying that uh, you you were uh, frozen, but it's it's, it's okay. 
it, this happens. It's, it's perfect. It's awesome. Yeah, it's live. You know, it's, it's live. live. It, I love it. You know, things happen. <laughs> but you know, since you're back, I I I don't know how spicy you want to get, or how controversial you want to get. But see, I'm bringing people along to have conversations that nobody else would have with me, uh, at least you know, in front of people. Um, <laughs> one thing I'm gonna tell you one of my favorite tweets. Even though you said you don't run your Twitter, uh, so the per- the person that runs your Twitter knows exactly what I'm talking about. But uh, I think it's something like the one good thing about um, these riots things is that it ended Pride Month. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So uh, TikTok did not like that. I did see one twi- TikTok. It got probably over. Probably by now, it probably has like over two hundred thousand likes. I would bet because uh, I saw it when it just came up. And he goes, "Oh my God, it's this gay guy." And he puts my tweet up and he goes, <laughs> sweetie. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, oh, you don't realize how bad this looks for you. You know, it's a man that is very feminine and has a little bit of mustache hairs. And he's like, <laughs> sweetie, this is Pride Month. And I was like, oh, I was like, okay, dude. Um, so, you know, they're, they are mad. I think that just proves that the um the gay community they are mad that you know black lives matter is probably overshadowing their spotlight in this time this month right now uh but i think it's so funny that cities canceled their pride parades but they're not canceling any black lives matter parades uh so i don't know if we have a power imbalance right now if democrats are deciding who's more important uh black lives matter and people of color or you know uh, the LGBTQ plus asterisk exclamation point community. So I don't know if we are now going to have riots based on, you know, like who's more important or number one, black LGBTQ people. So maybe Ooh. they're like, they're on, they're on the totem pole. They're at the top right now. Uh, the most oppression points. So I don't know. I don't listen. I, don't know. I love that tweet, and I love when you talk about the LGBT community because that's the one thing people on both sides are scared to talk about or scared to go against is the LGBT community. They will they will denounce God before they say anything negative about the LGBT community, and that, in my opinion, is the scariest things. I have people called me and told me I agree with you, but I can't say this. You know what I'm saying? Well, there's a lot of people, um, even when I did that, you know, that viral video where I went to Kentucky, a a university in Kentucky, and I was just asking people, do you think we should put tampons in the men's restroom for men who have periods? I didn't insert my opinion or on anything. I just got people's opinions. um, And it was more of like a social experiment to see if they would correct me when I said men have periods because they don't. Uh, and there were there were a lot of people who would not say it. There were conservatives. They told me that they were conservative, but they refused. No, you're breaking up again. <laughs> Somebody said, don't die from laughter. I'm conservatives sorry. Conservatives believe that you can do whatever you want. And I'm like, no, that's libertarianism. They're very different. And, you know, I used to be one of the people you know hold on how can i i don't even know how to message on here and tell her she's breaking up oh here you go oh somebody that stop I, I can't stop laughing kayla Bennett is like she was already one of my favorite people and now she's just literally confirmed why 
I'm so sorry, Bryson. No, it is. It is. This is happening. It is okay. I'm so glad you came over because you're just even right now. You're just not afraid to talk about stuff. And for me, <laughs> this is like exactly what what I wanted. You know. <laughs> so we're gonna we're just gonna check the internet right here. Mm-hmm. Justin's checking it just to make sure. You know, if it's me, then we're gonna try to fix it. Uh, but if you can hear me, I guess I'll just keep going with my point unless you Go had ahead. something else you wanted to say. Um, oh, but. No, you're exactly right. More conservatives would rather, you know, just be silent about something that's happening. We have Nickelodeon right now and kids shows and Disney pushing this LGBTQ agenda. Um, I don't think that kids should be thinking about sexuality at all. They should not be thinking about, uh, you know, who does what with someone else and what it means to be gay, what it means even to be straight. It's just, it doesn't seem like it's the place. Um, but if you look at the statistics within the LGBTQ community and, you know, what a lot of, see, I don't know how much I want to say because I want, I don't want to get you banned on YouTube. Free speech, safe space. People Let's will go. Clip this up and then demand that I be censored and banned and everything. Um, you know, I would just look up uh, statistics on, you know, what community is most likely to be engaged in pedophilia. I would look at what a lot of people who push this type of narrative engage in behind the scenes in Nickelodeon, in Disney, in the mainstream media. It's very, it's worrisome. It's very worrisome. And we have, uh, we have pastors now, especially women pastors who wear drape the rainbow flag on them. And I'm not, I'm not, exactly a religious person. My husband is Catholic, very Catholic. So, uh, you know, I get it from him a little bit, I guess. But, you know, we have pastors who are pushing this in Bible study on children and they drape themselves in the LGBTQ flag. If you're not going to stand up even for something that's very explicitly written in a book that you claim to follow, I don't I, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. There's conservatives out there. Oh, my gosh, that are just you know, conservatism, you know, it's just whatever anybody wants. Conservatism means something. Conservatism means something. If you just want people to do what they want and not, no regard for the family structure, go be a libertarian. Go be cringy over there. Uh, I used to be one of those people <laughs> that just did not care, uh, you know, about anything. I said, oh, if people want to, you know, chop their boobs off and, you know, sew up their vagina and stick a penis on there, whatever, go ahead. It's not hurting me. But it is hurting our culture. It's hurting our society. It's hurting our education system to think that this is normal. It's not normal. Uh, and that's why I left the libertarian side of it. Uh, but I still like to call myself a libertarian because it makes them very angry. Uh, they get so mad. They get so mad. Oh, Caitlin Bennett, I hate her. She's not a representative of me. And I'm like, oh, yes, I am. Oh, yes, I am. You're going to deal with it. You know? I love it. Listen, as somebody, listen, I consider myself a Bible thumper. I know people hate Bible thumpers, but to me, if you claim to be of faith and you're not a Bible thumper, I don't know what faith you claim to be. I don't know who you're praying to or praying for, but don't pray for me. Um. So when I when I go around, like I haven't been to church in so long because these churches, these, these are false teachers, period. These are false. They have rainbow flags outside, not representing God, representing some uh, potential pedophile, or they have abor- or they have abortion clinics on the actual uh, uh, church sites, and then you have people 
Uh, you have men thinking they can go into these churches with a hubbins. I can't say the actual <laughs> words, I, you know, so I got a hubbin. And um, they think that that's okay. You know what I'm saying? Which my thing is, if, if, you, if you're going to be worldly, be worldly. But if you claim to be of faith, if you claim to follow this book that we think is the book because we think the word is God, if you actually believe that, then there's no way you, can, you can't be worldly and godly. So that's the thing well, people don't like, You know how many times I go out and maybe I'm doing a video on a college campus about abortion or something like that, or I'm trying to point out the hypocrisies of, you know, my body, my choice, but then therefore, you know, it's not your body, it's not your choice and all this stuff. If I'm talking to people like that, that I get so many people who say, well, I'm pro-choice and, but, you know, I was raised as a Catholic and I'm just like, what? (laughs) are you sure that you were raised that way? You know, like what happened? And it's so scary because, you know, Justin and I, when we talk about starting a family and how to raise children, even if we raise them a certain way, wherever you send them, there's so many influences like the Disney channel, like Nickelodeon, like at their public education system, you know, they're teaching kids uh, to be sorry for being white and to, to, you know, bow down to their black classmates not not literally but you know that's the mentality they're teaching these kids you know well one we're not going to send kids to public school anyway that's not going to happen uh but it's just it's scary if you try to raise them a certain way it's almost like you can't because they're going to be influenced by social media by you know mainstream media their public education system and everything like that so it's you know it's just it it is it, it's insane. It's like you're not you're not safe to think what you want because even if you do think what you want, you get ostracized for it in every single thing. And I was on um I was on Walmart grocery because I do I don't go grocery shopping myself because uh I don't go into the store because people chase me around the store and they try to find yeah. out what car is mine. Uh so I haven't actually grocery shopped for myself in months. I get it delivered. And um I'm on there. I just open it up, trying to add some bananas to my cart. We stand against racism. And I'm like, well, gee, thank, thank you. Who, Thanks. who doesn't? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> who isn't standing against racism in 2020? Everyone stands against it. But they're trying to push on you that if you don't support Black Lives Matter, you're racist. And it's just, it's it's always in your face. Now I'm just rambling. So, you know, this is your show. Go ahead. No, no listen, <laughs> this, is, this is a free for show. Listen, I, this, this is what I want because a lot of these things we're saying, even as of up until this point, a lot of people are afraid to speak about. But, you know, I just, I just find it crazy because I, like the death, when I get death threats, see, I'm a little, see, I got popular for wearing a big MAGA hat. And the story behind that is because I used to wear a regular MAGA hat where I'm from. I, I grew up in a black community. I live here. So I used to get death threats from people that know me in real life. So I said, what are you going to actually do if you see me, though? Like nothing, right? So I said, <laughs> I said, I said, you know what? I bought the biggest MAGA hat I've seen on the internet. I dared people to tell me where to go. This is before I even by who anybody knew who I was. And uh, like you say, go to the you know the, the black mall on Saturday night, you know, when it's popping. And I would go and go live and stream it because one thing everybody know people know two things about me. They know I got guns and they know that I'll go use it. <laughs> like, <laughs> they know I, you carry, right? <laughs> yes. This, we I live in North Carolina, open carry state. That's why I, if you want to dox me, I will like somebody tried to dox me last year. I gave them my zip code. I said, <laughs> I said, listen, I said, listen here. You come to my house. You are listen. It's not even a point of anything. 
you're you are gonna get shot. So it's like it's like <laughs> so you know, in my view, <laughs> the way I do it is I go ahead first because I'm sort of crazy, so nothing, but well, yeah, <laughs> but um the thing you talk about with how to raise kids. Uh, me and my girlfriend, uh, we'll talk about this. We'll talk about like the future and stuff last night and talking about it. She said, like, was wondering how I handle certain situations. And, you know, uh, her family has something on their door, right? And it says, I don't, it says something like, I don't know about everybody else, but in this house, we will serve the Lord. And I said, the way I want to raise kids, the reason I want to have, I, Listen, I'm saying I say I want to have a lot of kids, <laughs> and the, <laughs> and the reason why is because I want to try to build up people to when they become old enough to do, I want them to go out and battle the evils of the world also in whichever way they can do it. So I want to like not necessarily really shield them, but keep them from keep them from worldly things for as long as I can because I think that's a job as a parent. You know what I'm saying? It's a set your kids up to pick them on the right track. Not saying they're going to end up on that same track, but as a parent, it's your job to try to pick them on that track. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, absolutely you know, agree. Yeah, and, and even though you said you're not really religious, you have a lot of like values that you know religious people have um, because it's conservatism and, and all that. Yes, exactly. exactly. <laughs> conservatism, conservatism means you conserve something. You conserve tradition. You conserve a way of life. Um, you know, and while I might not be a super religious person myself, I align almost exactly with everything that, you know, Christian conservatives would align with. You know, I don't hate Christianity. I don't hate Christians. I'm very thankful for Christians. I'm very thankful for the churches and everything that built society and built America. Um, I don't know if you know this, but didn't the Catholic Church build the colleges and everything? I mean, I mean Catholicism is something that built um, a lot of the things that we thrive on today. So, which is, you know, rooted in Christianity and everything. So, um, I don't know, like, I'm not, I'm not one of those people who were like, ah, oh, I hate the church. I hate everything like that. You know, um, I'm finding my way. I'm sure I'll get there one day. <laughs> you know, that's just, I guess that's one thing about me, um, that I don't talk about a lot because it's just personal to me to, um, you know, think about it myself yeah. and, you know, with my husband and everything like that. But I did take a vow in the Catholic church that if I have children, they will be raised as Catholic. I took a vow to my husband for that. So, you know, they'll be, they'll be raised right. <laughs> they won't come out confused like me. <laughs> okay. Listen, okay. I have a question. I have a question. First off, congrats on being married. How is marriage life? This, this might not be extra controversial, but I just want, cause I hope to be married one day. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, well, we are not married in normal circumstances because of the pandemic. So our entire ceremony uh, that we had planned down south with, you know, about 100 people, our friends and family of the destination wedding, it got canceled because of the pandemic. While these terrorists can go around and loot and burn stores and uh, protest over something that doesn't exist, my wedding got canceled. Something that uh, is actually of importance and means something and is based on facts, you know, uh, marriage between a man and a woman. Yet these people can protest a racist police system. Yes, straight pride, uh, you know, that doesn't exist. So, you know, it just it's incredibly insulting. So I'm a little mad about that. But, you know, we've been stuck inside because there's been nothing to do. You can't really go on a honeymoon. Uh, we got married in the Catholic church uh, with 10 people there. 
and people still accuse me of trying to kill off the entire world and I put everyone's life in danger because I dared to get married with 10 people in the audience at my small wedding during a pandemic. While wow. the same people go out and protest something that doesn't exist. So, I mean, that's where we are. That's where we are. But that you know. actually, that actually sucks because it's like they can go loot and steal from stores and their communities without getting shot. But uh, you can't even you can't even have church, let alone a wedding. You know? Yeah, I mean the church, the church that we got married in too. They were like, um, "Do people know you're getting married here? Is there going to be an issue? Are people going to show up?" And I'm like, I shouldn't have to worry about that on my wedding day. I shouldn't have to worry about uh, the 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 priest being scared that you know crazy people are going to show up and try to hurt us on my wedding day but these people can go out and loot and steal and burn shit down and not have to worry about you know businesses are shooting them because they're scared of the consequences of, of themselves so exactly. we live in a weird time so married <laughs> life is weird <laughs> weird right now <laughs> you know i do have a question about the looting and stuff also the whole situation because the way i view it right i i released a song um called uh basically it's called all lives matter the other day Mm -hmm. it, got, it got like a hundred thousand views in one day, which is crazy. But um, I got called a coon in Uncle Tom for this song. Now, mind you, in the song, it literally says, simple, simple. It says, if you white, you my brother. If you brown, you my brother. If you black, you my brother. Then I said, we're going to ride for each other. No dividing each other. I don't care about your color. Because of those lyrics, I got called coon and things of this nature. And in my mind, I'm thinking like, I thought y'all was trying to end racism, or are y'all trying to create a new, a new a norm of racism in your eyes? I don't know. What's like, what is your view on this whole situation, the looting, the Black Lives Matter movement? Because uh, I know what I think of it. Uh, I just want to know what, what what's your view of it. Yeah, so I've done uh, a couple live streams actually just breaking down what I think, how they're protesting a myth, an absolute myth. Our Someone from InfoWars named Savannah Hernandez, she did an excellent video. Uh, yeah, you know you know who Savannah uh, yes. is? Yes, I, 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 I have so InfoWars Twitter, so I love her, yeah. Yeah, uh. she did an excellent video where she went to a Black Lives Matter protest and she asked people, how many unarmed black men do you think died in 2019? People said in the thousands. They're like, oh, at least a thousand, if not, you know, two thousand. And she goes and she's trying to play neutral so people don't hit her because that's what they do to her at these things. It's what they do to me. And she goes, she goes, you know, I, I saw a statistic or oddly enough, uh, only nine, nine. nine nine and they're like oh well we don't believe that but then they'll tout around this lie you know that there's a systemic racism problem within the police and everything about that but when you give them statistics that uh, are not biased these are actually just recorded homicides uh from the fbi unless they're just you know take whatever you know okay whatever if the statistics are fake i don't know how much they're trying to fake it so nine uh unarmed black men died and i think only two were unjustified you know i don't want anybody to die so when i say only nine i don't mean it as in like oh okay that's an okay number i mean it as it's not a thousand it's it's not a thousand it's not a hundred these people didn't believe her they refused to believe her and they thought she was lying so <clears throat> excuse me it's the matter of the fact that 
it's all based on a lie. It's based on a lie and they don't care about ending racism. They care about promoting their superiority. They want they don't want to be equal to white people because everyone is equal right now. Everyone is equal. They want superiority. They want to flip the tables. If they could, if you read their signs, if you read their demands, they want to dismantle the nuclear family. I don't know if you've seen that on the yes. black letter. Yeah, they want to dismantle the nuclear family. But why is it they want to dismantle the thing that helps black families? When we talk about the family structure, there were more fathers present in the home under segregation and Jim Crow laws. Black people, black families, according to statistics, were doing better economically and, uh, you know, within crime statistics wise back then than they are today. But what's the number one factor that changed? They removed the fathers from the home. It's it's insane. Why dismantle the number one thing that could help your community? And I wrote a tweet and I said, I actually wrote that one. Justin did come over. <laughs> uh, and I said, I said, instead of police reform, we need family reform within the black community. And I, I guarantee you, most of their problems would vanish. I retweeted it, by the way, of course. <laughs> no, thank you. Thank you. Uh, you know, it's... <laughs> They, they, they're their own worst enemy. Black Lives Matter. They're their own worst enemy. They, your solutions are out in front of you. Um, the, I don't know if you follow this. He's not a conservative. He's a libertarian, more like an anarcho-capitalist, uh, Eric July. I don't know if you follow oh, him or if you know who he is. Um, you know, he's he's a libertarian, but he definitely leans right a lot with the social issues. And um, he pointed out that these people saw, there's just one example how stupid these people are. They're stupid. They're brain dead. He's pointed out that they saw the cop do it. They know the, who was responsible for George Floyd. Uh, even in the case of Atlanta, they saw the institution responsible. Police. Police. They go and they punch their neighbor. They go and they burn down the auto zone. They don't even know who to direct their anger out at because they're, they're so stupid. They do you these things who does it <laughs> what the thing the thing they're even writing over is literally not a thing like I, I went to the one i went to the one out here in uh greensboro north carolina with my mega hat on of course and i did have a bulletproof vest and a um kale <laughs> sub 2000 but you know I, I regardless i was out there right um and they all had signs that say stop killing our brothers and sisters then i saw antifa out there and they let an Antifa member speak. And then, of course, I saw a lot of shirts that said God is dead and stuff of that nature. But, you know, the sign that said stop killing our brothers and sisters really stuck out to me, right? Because I knew a few guys that was out there. They, 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 are, they are rappers, like local rappers in the city. And, you know, when I listen to their songs, you know what they say? Pull up on the op with the Glock. I'm going to spin some shots. I'm going to spin they block. They get shot if you like it or not. I'm going to my like... It, like, and I said this, I, I I went to a podcast for somebody around here where I'm from because he wants to debate me on his podcast. And you know what I'm saying? These, these are these pro-black folk that I know personally. And I went to his house and everything. You know what I'm saying? And we, we had a conversation and I said, stop saying Black Lives Matter. I don't even want to hear that no more. I don't want anybody saying that phrase anymore because y'all don't even believe it yourselves. How can you say Black Lives Matter and then celebrate killing black people. How do you say Black Lives Matter then celebrate abortion and donate millions to Planned Parenthood? How do you say Black Lives Matter, but if somebody don't agree with the consensus of the black community, now there's some type of name and you don't associate them being black no more? Say some Black Lives Matter to you. Just stop, you know, with the <laughs> with the nonsense. Just just say some Black Lives Matter. Don't even say that because y'all let Antifa speak. So it's not even about black. It's about it's about yeah. people that it's about people that agree with me. You know what I'm saying? And like, well, in the 
Oh, right, I was going right. to say in the in the uh, Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone in Seattle or Chaz, uh, you know, they're out there, white people saying you have to give $10 to every black person that you see. Make sure you give up your $10 bill. And if you can't do that, then get out of our, our country, uh, the reporting people, uh, you know, get out of our country because then you won't be able in the long run to give up your property to a black person because that's where we're headed. And I'm just like, I... That's not very equal. That's not, that's not, that's not very equal. I don't know if you've seen the crazy stuff going on there. Uh, but, you know, talking about the abortion point, more than 400,000 black babies are slaughtered in the womb every year. That we know. Of. There's a lot of states that don't report. Uh, I'm sure that number is much higher. Why is it when 13% of the population is just black people in general? I don't know the exact statistic. For women, I know 6% is black men, men. Yeah. Uh, but um, I don't know, I, whatever. But, uh, you know, why is it such a minority in the population in America accounts for 40% of all of the abortions? It's because Planned Parenthood systematically, and that is, that is systematically, that has been, that that is in the system of Planned Parenthood and Margaret Sanger and everything to eradicate, you know, the black race. That's something that she has talked about and supporting. Um, and they... They bow to Planned Parenthood like it's their church. They bow. They bow to the act of abortion, the, the crime of abortion, like it's their saving act, and it's the most noble thing you can do. Uh, and at the same time, scream Black Lives Matter. But yeah. they'll never be out front of an abortion clinic saying, "Please don't kill your black baby." No abortion. I can I can confirm that no abortion clinics or Planned Parenthoods were burned down in the process of these riots. And I thought it very hilarious, very hilarious. Because the, let's be real about abortion. It's thoughts trying to not take responsibility for their action. That's what it is. They, everybody want to have reckless sex. Come on, y'all hear Meg the Stallion music? Let's be real. All they talk about is rotten penises and. All types of nonsense. And then, of course, these 15-year-old girls are listening to it. So, of course, you know. Now, talk. <laughs> exactly. 13-year-olds. Yeah. And they and they going around just looking for somebody to have sex with. Oops. Oopsie. I got pregnant. Didn't know that that happens when you had sex. So I don't even know. And now I got to go murder an unborn baby because of that. I think bots need to start taking responsibility for their actions when it comes to abortion. Uh, 13% of the population was responsible for 51% of the homicides. It actually is 6% because it's mostly men committing the, vi uh, the violent crimes in America. And these are things that nobody wants to talk about because it sounds bad and it's bad for optics. And, oh my God, you're, you're bashing black people when you say that. No, black people bashing themselves by killing each other. So I don't, you know, this is common sense. <laughs> You know, and I want to I want to point something out because I know people listening or they might come up here and try to, to cut something out and clip it up and put it on there, try to cancel one of us. Uh, you know, obviously not all people get abortions because they were just out hoeing around. You know, some people, you know, get raped or whatever. But when you look at statistics that were founded by someone who is an arm, uh, it's called the Guttmacher Institute. That they were they're an arm of Planned Parenthood. So they do the study less than. 1%, I think it's even less than half of a percent of abortions are done because of rape or incest. So that's not that's not what's going on here. But even if 
someone who's going in there. Uh, the crimes of one person do not mean that you get to murder somebody else. It's, it's plain and simple, plain and simple. Uh, most abortions, over 97% of them are just because the mother doesn't want it. Uh, it doesn't even involve, you know, economic problems, or maybe she doesn't have enough money or, or societal problems. It's because she doesn't want it. That's, she, she just doesn't want it. So, no, I just had to say that because I know someone's going to hop in here. Yeah, of course They're they are. Like, uh, what, what's, more funny, what's more funny is abortion uh, numbers are actually probably higher because what people don't know is there's a popular thing going around where women actually buy pills a lot of times from overseas to force miscarriages. So a lot of times those yeah. things would count as miscarriages. I know two people personally that did it for a fact. So, and I mean, everybody, a lot of people know what these things are and they buy these things and then it'll, it'll count for a miscarriage when they, you know, on the thing and not actually. I mean, care. there's a... There's someone I know, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna name this person because she wants my attention. She's been after my attention for two years now. Uh, she is a pro-life activist. Was a pro-life uh, intern at a pro-life place of uh, an organization. Uh, she would love for me to name drop her right now, but I'm not gonna give her that satisfaction. She had a plan. Uh, when she was with one of her boyfriends of how to poison her unborn baby if she got pregnant. And now she just didn't know what to do. So she decided that when she broke up with this guy, now she uh, interned for a pro-life organization. Do not trust people in the pro-life movement. I would urge everybody to start looking at abolitionists. The pro-life movement is full of people who do not want to abolish abortion. They just want to regulate it. There's a big difference. There's a reason uh, why Justin, Justin is more outspoken about this than I am just because, um, we choose our own battles of what we want to go after. But there's people like Abby Johnson who has has aided, and this was her words that she responded to Justin. She has aided in the death of 22,000 at least babies, yet she is the biggest pro-life speaker. And I don't want to hear, well, since she did it, she's, she's, you know, she's qualified to speak on it more than anybody else. She should be in jail. She should, she should be behind bars for the rest of her life for what she has done, uh, not, not including the abortion she's gotten herself. So people hate when we talk about this. People hate, and may, I don't even know if you agree with me, people hate conservatives, pro-life people. They hate when we bring this up uh, that, that pro-life people do not want to end abortion. They want to regulate it because when your speaking fees are $20,000, even if you go 10 minutes down the road to talk about the evils of abortion, well, if abortion was abolished, you wouldn't have any more jobs. You wouldn't have anything to speak about. You wouldn't have to worry about changing the culture or mindset of people if it were illegal. Uh, so that's a conversation conservatives need to have that I don't think they're ready for uh, because... I don't know. I don't. I just. I'm glad. Brought, I'm glad you brought that up because I was talking to um, I was talking to a lot of people and um, I ended up getting into a debate with some conservatives because they supported the heartbeat bill, right? Yeah. And I said, anybody that claims to be pro-life that supported the heartbeat bill, take that title out to Twitter bio right now. What okay, so that? you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, I can't stand those type of people. That's why I tweeted uh, yesterday: make abortion illegal again. I mean, it's. Con I'm pro-life for real, which means I don't think you should be able to kill babies. I mean, it's just I, I don't know where yeah. the I don't know where the confusion is. But when I see people celebrating the Harvey Bill, I'm like, what is that? What, what is that? Well, have you ever read legislation for the heartbeat bill? I mean, they've been trying to get that passed for years, if not a couple decades now. If you ever read the legislation, it's 
you know, uh, what it is, is a woman who's pregnant has to go in and it's up to the ultrasound technician to find a heartbeat. Well, boy, well, if they just say there's no heartbeat there, all right, off to the abortion clinic. It's not rooted in an absolute that that's going to save lives. And a lot of it can be just paid off. You can pay off these people to say, I didn't find a heartbeat. Sorry. There is no absolute uh, protection for these babies. <clears throat> and furthermore, if you're pro-life, you must believe that life begins at conception, not before the heartbeat starts. That is such an issue that I don't, where, where's the disconnect that someone's life only matters uh, when they get a heartbeat in the womb? Life begins at conception. That's scientific fact. We know that their gender, their eye color, their hair color, their hair color, skin color, their fingerprints, everything has already been determined for how their life is going to be laid out in terms of genetics and who they're going to be uh, genetic wise and their phenotypes and their genotypes. So we already know that this is a person. This is a person in the making. It's just, it's just one step of the developmental stage. Uh, a person at conception is no different uh, developmental stage than someone in their 60s who is a middle-aged person. It's just part of life. It's the life process. Uh, a person who's dead is not just not a person. It's a, it's, a, it's a person still. So if they're still a person in the casket when they're in the ground for 100 years, they're also a person at the number one second of when their life begins. And honestly, with the abortion, like when I watch people argue about abortion and it's so long and drawn out, I don't even I don't even understand that because to be honest, I don't even need a scientist to tell me about pregnancy. The whole the only reason you're pregnant is if your body is about to is, is creating life. That's what pregnancy is. A, a, a little third grader can tell you what that is. So when people arguing for like 10 minutes, like this is not life, well, what is being pregnant anyway then? What are you talking well, about? What, in my videos, I will ask feminists, they'll be like, well, that's not a baby. And I'm like, well, is it a dog? Is it a hamburger? Is it a leaf? And what what type of you're like it's a fetus and I'm like a fetus of what? Exactly. And you won't answer me. And I'm like like what is it? What is inside of you? I know that it's a human. You know if you <laughs> get pregnant, you can't you can't get pregnant with something else. And if you did, it wouldn't be viable and it wouldn't survive in your body. So I mean. I mean, these are the, these are the, this is the party of science. This is the party of uh, math and science. And we have all the statistics and everything, but no, it's developed into feelings and uh, irresponsibility. And that's, that's where we're at. So I think conservatives need to have the conversation about what the pro-life movement is, who is behind it, why they make so much money on it and start looking into abolition. Yes, I, I, I know I have a listener. Um, he's a, when, when it comes to things like abortion and things, I agree with him. But he's like super, like super far left socially, and I think it's very weird. Yeah, he he's a white guy. That literally yeah, told, true. yeah, he he a white guy. He told me that I'm not really black because I said all lives matter and uh, you know <laughs> things. Like, like no, it's like it's crazy. It's honestly genuinely crazy. But um, but but listen, two. I want to talk about two more things before you get off here because I don't, you know, I don't know what you got going on. I don't know how busy you are, but. You are the gun girl. And my views on guns, I don't know how, I don't know how what your views are on guns. My views on guns is we need to not only not add any more gun laws, because we have a bunch of them. I think we need to take away a lot of them. Like a lot of these gun laws need to be taken yeah. away. Matter and to be honest, this might sound sort of crazy to a lot of people, especially to conservatives. I don't think 
I think the Constitution should be the law of the land, and I don't think a state should have the right to take away my gun right, my rights to own a gun. Like that's how that's how far right I am about the topic because right. that's what it's, like I, I feel like looking at looking at the news, it proves to you why it's so essential for us to be able to arm ourselves. Um, and, and even even in Chaz, aren't they? Don't they have armed guards? Yeah, they have armed people walking around frisking, you're stopping and frisking people and they have borders. So yeah, even the people who hate all these things are implementing all these things because they know that that's what, that's what keeps a nation, a nation, a, a stolen city. I like to make the joke that they're on stolen land right now and I think it's very <laughs> ironic. Uh, but no, when you're talking about guns, I've ever since, you know, two years ago, I've talked about repealing all gun laws because it comes down to property rights. You have the right to your property. And that right there is a libertarian idea that I think I do still hold, even though, you know, I've kind of left that label. Uh, your property is your property. It's same with your money. It's same, you know, with your guns. Everything you own is your property. There, if we just you know, went back to the whole concept of uh, your property is yours and got rid of a bunch of laws in general, you know, we would be better off. If we just respected everybody's property, we would be better off. Uh, but no, I, I think that we should not create any more gun laws. We should repeal them all. And because the criminals are going to get guns anyway, the people who hate you are going to get guns anyway. Uh, they're going to come at you with mobs of guns. So that's not stopping them. The only... I mean, this is just a talking point that everybody knows. If you put in put gun laws in places, uh, you know, everywhere, they're you're just going to limit people who actually need to defend themselves. It's it's terrifying. People can be in jail for having a seven round magazine. They can be in federal prison for many, many, many years uh, in New York City and you know California, uh, New Jersey. But these people in New York City go and burn down people's apartment buildings or you know they they rape and whatever going on there they don't they don't receive as much as a sentence as people with a seven round magazine because they need five rounds or less so uh yeah i say repeal them all it's it if you're gonna get a gun you're gonna get a gun but i should be able to make sure that if someone who wants to kill me is gonna have a gun i should easily be able to have one as well hell i think if people were required to have guns, I bet you crime will drop substantially because people that yeah. commit, yeah, people that commit, people that commit crimes, you know, they usually try to find easy targets. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So they're not gonna. I don't know. If, I, I'm not gonna lie. I know people that you know used to rob people, right? They're not gonna rob somebody that they, that they have a higher potential of getting shot by because that's just that just doesn't make any logical sense. So you know. like, I've seen tweets, people try to dox me or release my information. Every time they try, none of the information is correct. So they they have not been able to find me. They don't know, they don't know how to. They, I, I mean, there's viral things out there of them trying to find my address or or my phone number. None of it's real. None, none of it's related to me. So they're, I don't know if they're calling these people, uh, but they're threatening people. I know what they do. They're threatening people and it's not me. So innocent people are probably scared shitless right now, uh, you know, getting all these texts and stuff. But, you know, I think even if they were to find me, I think they know better than to show up and try to find me or, um, you know, I've been mobbed at a university. The most that has ever happened to me is someone burnt me, burnt my skin uh, with hot coffee, steaming hot coffee. Uh, that's probably the worst thing that's ever happened. Someone, a middle-aged man has slapped me before. But I think people know 
not to really not to really dive into uh, trying to actually hurt me or try to make me scared for my life because it would not end well for them. They always say, you know, I'll oh, be careful if you want to pull up and do something. She has a gun. And I'm like, they call me the gun girl. Exactly. Yes, never try to fucking touch me. That, like, that, it's very simple. That's why I think a lot of this, like, it's like people sending me threats. That's why I always laugh because it's like, um, <laughs> Yeah. Only one person tried to take my hat off my head. Who was at uh, I was at a turning point event, and it was this big, you know, big protest crowd. And I'm in the crowd. I'm dancing, like you know what I'm saying. They were doing like they were doing like little, uh, <laughs> little you know, crowd chants. I'm like, hey, we lit. You know what I'm saying? And then I was taking picture. I was taking a picture with a, a nice old lady who wanted to take a picture with me. And this guy tried to take my hat off my head and run. Unfortunately, people don't realize this. I used to be a running back, and I ran a four four forty. Um, so he tried to run out the building with my hat. He quickly realized that was a very bad decision. Like, I, I my, my, listen, my thing I don't want people to understand, like, I'm not one of these suit wearing, politically correct talking conservatives. Like, I literally still live in a black community. I will beat the hell out of you if you play with me. And I'm just, I'm just saying, like, it's my natural reaction. That's how I grew up. I grew up fighting and stuff. So, you know, <laughs> but. one time where uh, I was dressed up as my alter ego, Jenna Talia. So her first name is Jenna. Her last name is Talia. I don't know if you've ever seen that character, uh, but I was dressed up as her just to like fit into this crowd and get them to. I was actually doing a funny video uh, where I had Donald Trump toilet paper and I was getting people to wipe their asses on camera just to show how stupid they were. So I dressed up as this ridiculous Jenna Taylor character and I got people to literally turn around, show their asses to the camera and do a big wipe with Donald Trump toilet paper. I uh, didn't think I would be able to pull it off, but everybody did it. And uh, they there, there's Antifa members there, specifically a transgender a man, a man wearing a dress, uh, started attacking uh, Justin. And, and then this uh, this black guy, what is his name, Ronaldo? He actually got arrested at one of my events that I held an open carry event because he was fighting the police. So he got arrested before. He has targeted me before. He came at me with guns before. And um, he was there. He recognized that it was me because these people are so obsessed with me. They like studied my facial features. <laughs> he recognized me in this pink wig and he was like, oh, let's go. Let's go. So he starts shoving Justin as these transgenders are like mobbing him too. My first instinct was not to run. I yanked, you know, I got his hat off of him to distract him. And he turned around and started fighting with me. And I'm a little girl. I'm five foot four. I'm about 130 pounds. And uh, he just, he's dragging me around this. We're ho both holding onto my microphone and he's just dragging me around like a rag doll. But I did not let go. I did yeah. not let go. And I was like, you were, you were not. One, you don't touch my husband. Two, uh, you do not take my microphone. So, you know, it's just... I'm not going to, I'm not going to back down in any of these situations. And I'm a little feisty. I am feisty. The last resort would be to get a. And everyone's already against me and against guns. So, I mean, I'm feisty myself, even though I'm small. So I don't, I don't know if these people have a weird perception. I think she's a superhero, personally. You don't know. 
Oh, let me try to hold on. Why does it say hold on? How can I move it and bring it back? Because it's messing up. Hold on. I'm gonna try to get her back on here real quick. I just want to ask her one more question, then get up off here. I love like listen, all I'm saying is after this, this proves why I love Caitlin Bennett so much. Because I mean, bro, like she's lit. She's lit. She's lit. She's lit. I'm telling you. How do I read Super Chats? How do I read Super Chats? I don't even know how to read Super Chats, bro. I'm trying to get to this, uh, the Super Chats. I don't know how to read them. I don't know how to read the Super Chat. I'm trying to see if I can get Kayla back on here or she's going to end it because I only have one more question. So if she comes back, that'll be lit. I don't know if she is, though. I don't know if she is, but I hope she does. I think she's back. Is she is she back? Hold on. Oh no. It says she left. You know, you love Caitlin too? Dude, Caitlin is exactly what I expected her to be. Unapologetic, real. And everything of that nature. I think she's back. Hello? I'm so sorry. I don't know if it's... Uh, I don't know what it is. I think everybody around us is just on the internet right now working from home. So I guess that's why it keeps cutting out. So I'm so sorry to make a mess of your first no, show. No, <laughs> listen. This has been amazing. You haven't strayed away from nothing. You haven't tried to not answer nothing. Somebody in the chat said, is she cool with Latinos? Because I like her. <laughs> Oh, I, I like that's the thing. People were like, eh, "Do you blah blah blah? If you are you this race, that race?" I don't care. Like, I literally don't care. It's your actions. It's your beliefs. If you're pro-choice on my personal Facebook page, doesn't matter what you are. Block, block. Oh, you won't stand up for the unborn. Block. I've deleted, and people might think, "Oh, that's so mean. You're you're a snowflake." No, I don't want friends who don't think unborn people are people. I don't want friends who. Uh, you know, it's just, you know, I don't mind getting rid of friends. So it doesn't matter <laughs> what you are. Just as long as you're a good person, you know, whatever. So Latino, I don't know what that's supposed to mean. I am married. If that, <laughs> he's implying something. But <laughs> All right. Listen, my last question, though, before you get out, this might sound like a petty question. I was in a conversation and somebody said a trans person is different than a cross-dresser. I said they're literally the same thing. The only difference is one cut his penis off. So I want to know your views <laughs> on that question. Well, so I haven't really said this because I don't want it to get clipped up and get banned, uh, but I did express this, this, this entire situation on my uncensored website. Uh, but... Is there really, oh man, should I say it? Should I not say it? Is there really such a thing as someone who can switch their gender? No. I mean, is that real? Or there's no. people really, you can't. It doesn't you exist. You can't. You can't say that you're a male. So these people, uh, they're just men in dresses, cross-dressing. Uh, I think there's some, I think there's difference between like drag queens and 
transgender people um, because I think the drag queens recognize that they aren't the opposite sex. They just have something going on up here where they want to dress up and entertain for children and, and you know, rub their parts on children and everything at drag queen story hour. But, you know, there's a difference between that. They know. They know that they're men dressing like women. Uh, they just want to use that to exploit children. Whereas uh, transgender people, they actually honestly think that they are the opposite sex, which they are not. That's not a thing. You, you can't do that. Um, so I like to call them gender confused individuals. Yeah, they're just because for you. they're confused. I mean, I calling them transgender kind of kind of gives them leeway. If we use their language, it kind of makes them think like, yeah, they're, we're validating um, that you can switch genders. You can't. Exactly. You can't my do that. I debated a trans activist, whoever that is, and then my first statement and my opening statement was that it doesn't exist. And she just got so Yes, upset. thank you. <laughs> that was <laughs> listen, that was literally my first statement. My mom been like, I don't even know, I don't even know what this is even about because this is not even a real thing. It's something this something that y'all think is real. Uh but and I, I haven't seen any other conservative maybe it's because I actually don't get on Twitter, so I don't know <laughs> what all is popping off all the time. I haven't been on Twitter in two years, so I yeah. don't know. Uh but you know, I've always thought like well, why isn't anybody talking about when we use their language? When you, it's like using the term assault weapon, or we're using the term, um, you know, getting an abortion. No, it's someone is committing an abortion. It's a crime. Yes. You're committing murder. Uh, it's not an assault weapon. It's just a rifle. So when we use their language, we are validating that this is a real thing that you can do. And I think language is very important when we discuss these things because using their language validates that we think that that exists. So no, I mean, I would never go out of my way to insult a transgender, trans, a gender confused person. I would never do that. Uh, when I explain that their suicide rates are higher than American slaves back during slavery, they have a higher suicide rate than uh, slaves during slavery. Why are we why are we validating that? Why are we saying yes, you should definitely just follow your mind and your hormones and you can be uh you know whatever gender you want to be and push them into a demographic with such a high suicide rate, lots of mental illness, they grow up to um commit acts of violence more likely than other people. So why are we when you say the people say that, you know, people matter and they care so much about each other. Why are we pushing people to be in a demographic that's like that? It's not good for their own safety. And that is what I agree with wholeheartedly. And you right. Not only do I rarely see conservatives saying that, I never see that. When I say it, they look at me as like I'm some foreign alien or something. Uh, and me, listen, regardless of what happens, like my first, when Facebook unbanned me, I might say something controversial the first day back. Simply because when I was <laughs> listen, when I was growing up, these things weren't controversial. It was literally common sense. But obviously, common sense isn't so common. And like I said, I don't think a lot of like Gen Z, Gen Z conservatives, I don't think they realize how much they have fell victim to the PC culture because they that this is how they grew up for the most part. Um, so anything you want to say, any closing statement, anything you anything. I have not you have anything to say, Justin? You want to pop up in here? <laughs> White lives matter. He said he said white <laughs> lives matter. A lot of people are really mad at him right now for tweeting. He's been suspended for almost two weeks uh, uh -oh. because he said he said looters should be uh and uh, I, he got I spend that all the time. 
Yeah, he, he got banned for seven days and uh, they actually made it last for two weeks or something like that. Uh, so he just got back. So he's really on it. He, he's back on the Twitter. So, uh, yeah, you know, thanks for I just say thanks for selecting me to be the first person on your podcast. You know, as you say, there's a lot of conservatives that don't like me. And I think it's because it's trendy not to yes. like me. Uh, so if they disassociate disassociate themselves from people like me or people like you. They think that they'll be saved in the long run. Um, but all they're doing is promoting a weak conservative culture, a weak conservative movement. I hate saying that word. It's cringy. Uh, but, you know, we're not we're not here for them. We're here to stand up for what we know is right, what we know is the truth. And I don't care if, you know, this soy boy conservative uh, on TikTok doesn't like me. You know, it well, doesn't. don't think about it. Well, there's someone on TikTok. Hey, Caitlin, I'm a TikTok conservative, but I just want to say I'm not one of those ones who pander to the other side. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's, it's her <laughs> name is Which Side of History, and she's awesome. Uh, I just want to let you know that I thank you. The reason I wanted you to be the first one is because, like I said, I really like, I literally like really find people that are unapologetic, and I follow people waiting for somebody to apologize to the mob at some point, and just never seen you done it on video or anything. No, I was like, it's not going to happen. And I was like, finally. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Well, thank you for having my back and uh, not being scared to stand up for me and being on my side. Of course. And thank you for coming on the show. I, I thought it was a long shot. I said, I'm just hit her up anyway. I don't even have 100,000 <laughs> followers on Twitter yet. So I was like, yeah, it I'm doesn't matter. <laughs> just, thank you so All much. Right. You're welcome. All right. It was nice to talk to you. Uh, you too. I'll, hit me up on Twitter anytime. Maybe we'll see each other at a Trump rally eventually. Yes, we will. We'll do. All right. Thank you, Bryson. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Y'all love her. Now I'm about to read some of the chat. I couldn't read the chat. I was like, I wanted to be interested in the conversation. Somebody's having midday full five. CNN be hating know you, but we know they tell telling lies. Facts. Thank you. Uh, somebody said the hat to explain to a little friend that a hunt rifle can be used. Anything can be an assault weapon. All lives matter. Yes, sir. Bryson's good at reading, but not good at reading. What did I read incorrectly? Uh, the highest suicide rate is both pre and post facts. Uh, which side of history? Thank you for coming in here. What's up? I said, make a second Twitter. What's up, man? Kaylin is awesome. Kaylin, is that any Candace on the show? I emailed her, so I'm waiting to see if I can get her on. I have a lot of like controversial guests coming up. Listen, I'll, every one of these shows will have some controversy in it. Uh, I love y'all. Thank y'all for the uh, hundreds of some odd people that came and watched. This will be up on Spotify, Apple Music. My podcast will be up on everything. I just have to rip the audio. Hopefully, I do it for YouTube. Try to ban this, uh, this video. Uh, just listen. I love y'all. Thank everybody for coming in to watch this. I hope y'all have a wonderful day. This is the Great Area Podcast. I will never conform to whatever set of rules that society has laid upon me, and I hope none of my guests that I bring on do either. And this is episode one. Thank y'all.